Hello, and thank you for listening to the Anam Kara podcast. My name is Mary Briere. I am a death doula, intuitive end of life coach, plant medicine facilitator, channel grief healing ceremony facilitator. I also do Reiki and sound healing. I'm a mother, I'm a wife, and I am in service to you. Thank you again for listening to another episode of the Anamkara podcast. Today I have an amazing and incredibly special guest on the show and how her and I came across path path is so incredible and I'm just so excited to share with you Jennifer Curry Prasad. She is a recovering banker, holistic health practitioner, hair whisperer, mindset success coach, mother to an angel son, and a sassy, 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 sweet firecracker princess. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for being on the Anamkara podcast. Thank you so much, Mary, for having me. Absolutely. (laughs) Hello to everyone. (laughs) Yes. Um, You know, it's interesting. Uh, Jennifer is the author of The Dreamcatcher, A Grieving Mother's Journey Towards Joy. And I came across this book a long time ago on Amazon. And I just remember the cover. Um, It's so beautiful and just immediately draws you in. Um, But as time would have it, here we are talking. And I've actually now read your book. Um, but first, I wanted to just talk about how you and I even came together. I think that's an important part about this whole story um, as we talk about this further. Um, how did you and I meet? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is so interesting. As usual, um, my son is just so amazing about how he connects me with uh, souls that are either going to be part of my journey, part of my healing, part of the next thing he wants me to do. Um, I never know what exactly he's up to. (laughs) I'm always like, okay, Nicholas, what are we doing here? And I kind of just, when he nudges me, I move. And I let the magic unfold. And I I usually just kind of see, okay, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I don't even know how you came across my screen. Well, I know how. This is probably placed you in my view. Somehow <laughs> he put you in my focus, and I was like, "Oh, I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to know her. I'm. He wants me to talk to her for whatever reason, and I have no idea why. And so I was like, "I really hope this girl doesn't think I'm crazy." <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna message her, and I'm gonna be like, "Please don't think I'm crazy and creepy, but." my son wants me to know you because I don't know any other way to say it, but like, that's what I'm being told. (laughs) And so you're like, Oh, (laughs) okay. Like who's your son? Like, what's this about? And then it was just so funny because I'm like, of course, of course she's a death doula. Of course this is her work. (laughs) Of course she's like in between worlds and talking between the veil. Like, okay. All right, Nico, let it unfold. And so that's how we kind of connected. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so beautiful because immediately I felt uh, when you had reached out to me and said, oh, I think my son Nico um, nudged me to speak to you. Immediately I absorb all of that because you're talking to the right tribe here. I'm like, (laughs) yes, a message. And um, I closed my eyes and it was beautiful because I was watching you 
and an entity, because I didn't know what your son looks like, um, your hearts merge into one. Um, like this beautiful light of you guys connecting at the heart space. And it was really beautiful because I'd wrote that. I was like, and I don't know where this information's coming from. And I was like, I just see your two hearts uniting. And you're like, oh my God, <laughs> I literally just had that vision, that feeling of her, his and I's hearts coming together. Exactly. Like literally, I was like, I cannot believe that you just read that because literally two nights before that, like our hearts connected and it was it when that happens it literally takes my breath away it's like i his the frequency is just so powerful that it's like <gasps> I, can, I can hardly catch my breath and my heart just like spins and spins and spins and i'm just like hi me like nico and it might sound kind of strange to like most people but like his his sister was having a very high fever she was very uh like almost delusional and started being very delirious and laughing and kind of, I started to get a little bit nervous and I was like, okay, is this like, are we this close to ER visits? Cause I mean, normally I don't, I just let her fevers kind of run their course. Of course. Yeah. And I was like, Nico, I really need your help in this. Like your sister's, you know, she's scaring me a little bit here. She's kind of like way out there. I knew she was kind of in between wherever because of the way she was acting, but like completely out of it. And I said, I need you to come in and help me and, you know, give me your highest frequencies. And I put hands on her and within like two minutes, her fever had come down and she was like talking to us and kind of mm. back with us. And I was like, whoa. But I mean, when that connection happened and when I asked him to come in and he did, I was just like, <gasps> like it literally took my breath away how he helped me work on his sister. It was just incredible. I've got goosebumps all yeah. over my body. It, it, it's almost, you know, it is, you were doing Reiki with him. Yes. Through him on your daughter and his sister. It's just like, wow. wow. Yeah. So, uh, Jennifer, do you mind sharing with everybody here so that they can understand a little bit of the journey that um, you and Nico have taken um, from when he was alive to here and um, just the story about Nico? Okay, so do you want me to start like from like now going back or like when Ooh. you got sick or <laughs> maybe I mean now tracing it back? Yeah, you know what? I think that that was your your number one intuition. Like if you can explain it from now to okay. back to back. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's do it that way because so many stories go the other way that maybe that's just. Even yeah, <laughs> so and that's like probably the question I, that I get most asked is like, wow, like, how are you here now? Like, how are you so positive? How are you in such connection with him? And how, and it wasn't always this way. And it wasn't always, um, you know, such a positive and loving and, and, and understanding of what our relationship is now. So, you know, where we are now is just this beautiful union of, you know, our as much as the human part in the missing him here in the physical is, is really tough on a mother, yeah. um, our higher selves and the way that we're able to connect with one another and the way he's always guiding me um, when I'm in this frequency and in this space is like such a gift. Mm -hmm. Like it's so amazing and incredible. Like I can't believe we can do that. Like it's like, oh, so it's almost like, it's almost like, even though his body has passed and he's not here physically and we can't experience that human 
you know, touch, we have this like whole new relationship and rebirth. It was like he was reborn in this spirit way where we have this different relationship, but it's almost, and I, this might sound crazy, but it's a relationship like that's like for all eternity. It's like all of our relationships are all now like joined together and we're kind of doing us, our relationship in this, I'm here, he's there, but it's like, he's almost giving me insight to this whole incredible, like we all wonder where do we go when we die? Like what's going to happen? What's going to be there? And it's like, I have a window into that through him mm. and this amazing, pure, positive love, incredible, just appreciation that I don't think I would have ever felt if he had not passed. I wouldn't have known what that meant. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's this, it's this state of appreciation and love that I feel like is such a gift from him and his passing that taught me something that in my human self, I would have never known. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And how do you, like, do you recall your first interaction with him when he had crossed over? Like, how have you strengthened this ability over time? So growing up and as a little, as a small child and a very young child, I was always very connected to source. So it was always, I, I was the kid that was like the weirdo in the corner that had all my little friends, my, my imaginary friends, but they were real. <laughs> and I think <laughs> they are, crap. they really they are. <laughs> so I mean, some of them even joined us when we kind of centered in here, but, um, yeah. it, it, the ones that I'm now letting in, but <laughs> I, um, for so long and I didn't want to be that weird person and people, you know, kind of looking at me or like I, so I kind of shoved and closed off that connection. And then there's been quite a lot of trauma in my life where I think I kind of checked out and like parts of me kind of, I'm very, was very compartmentalized before this happened with Nico. And I kind of had these different if someone met me, they would have no idea like what I've really been through in this lifetime. And they'd be like, holy wow, this is incredible. Um, but I've always gotten through all of it because of my con connection to source. Yeah, Like I've always survived it all because of that connection. Mm -hmm. And so when Nicholas was, you know, basically fighting for his life and I was in the hospital with him, I really just opened wide up and let mm -hmm. it all out of the blue closet. And I didn't care who was watching and I would called it all in. And I was like, I'm I, like, I'm opening this channel back completely up. And um, that's really when I kind of delved, dived back into that realm of, of, of all these connections that I really do have to the other side. And, you know, of course, I, in my mind, I thought, well, if he's, if it's time for him to go, I want it to be the most amazing, incredible transition back ever. And if he can stay, I want him staying to be the most beautiful, you know, staying and deciding to stay ever. So I really held space and, and really strong boundaries around his transition. And I called in a shaman. I got, you know, I, I was communicating with him during the whole thing. So we had that, I really worked on opening that up before he actually passed. And then of course, as a mom, I really still held that hope that he was, okay, he's going to like wake up and be like, just kidding, mom, I'm staying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And when that kind of didn't happen, 
it it did throw me like it really was like it really <laughs> destroyed me you know so i kind of was in this really dark checked out space you know the 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 months and probably leading up to the year after and very um i think i was pretty much not even physically here i had Ugh. emotionally checked out and i was really trying to be like in in the realm with him and and like totally just hanging out in spirit as much as i could and i, I couldn't even tell you the things that went on around me because i was so checked out right and i right and, I, and it kind of came to a point where i was like okay i'm still physically here i've got to somehow find a way to merge these two together I need to take my connection to source and my connection to spirit and Nico and all my guys. And I need to kind of ground them here in the physical because I still have work here to do and I'm not getting it done or expanding because I'm checked out all the time. Right. And so that's where the two worlds kind of merged here and I got stronger in grounding that so that I could be here and not be in so much pain, physical pain. Right. but kind of merge the two things together and continue on with both, like with, with both the yeah. union of both. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm like <laughs> so much electricity from that. <laughs> just, just you walking through that. Like I feel that even in your expression of how it is, because it is so absolutely true. and so absolutely real that this connection that we can have with our loved ones that have crossed over is a continuation, is something that can invite you into this whole other aspect of our human experience, which is beyond the veil, which is this other side of all pervasiveness, all unconditional love, all allness. And it's through leaning into the willingness to fully open up. So it's like, it's like you had this experience at the hospital when this was all kind of happening you have the the you have the mindset to just open up naturally just open it all up um which i think really then i think set the foundation for where this was going to go which is so beautiful that you were able to do that in a, in a moment where most mothers and fathers and family members go in and right start shedding down the heart, start, stop shedding, you know, and, and start to really, really go numb. So I think that that's something to be said about that moment that you either choose to open up or choose to go inside. And I think each way is perfectly normal and perfectly fine. I'm just seeing that that might be, um, some, there's something there to that. There's something there. Yes. Yeah. There's definitely something there. And then, so you continue to have um, I was going to ask if you can share with us, um, you shared with me, and it's actually in your book as well, the dream that you had of Nico. Yes. Yeah. So, and that's even how the book came to be, um, you know, because again, I, I've always kind of, when things are on my heart, I've always kind of just like typed and got them out on paper and they're all just on my computer. I, I, but I never thought, Oh, I'm going to publish all these things. Um, and so when I was home and I was kind of going through that grieving and that process and the trauma and all those things, I, I there was a part of me that was like, Oh, if I forget one single detail, um, I'm going to forget him, which you could, which could never happen. But at that time, you're still kind of going through that. You're holding on to the pain because you feel like if you let go of the pain, then they're gone. 
Yeah. And so the pain is the physical part that you still think you have attached to them. And so right. you're, I wanted to get down every feeling. So I just writ, wrote and wrote and wrote. And I thought, oh, let me write, like, I need to write about all these different things. Um, and, and then I kind of put it away. And I just, I, that was there. And I knew it was there. And it was almost like I put it away, like it was safekeeping. Like if I ever forget, I can go back and read that. And that was really all it was ever going to be. Um, and then, you know, I had talked to one of my friends who is a ghostwriter and does help people tell their stories. And she's like, you really should tell your story. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and that, that night, um, Nicholas came to me in a dream and mm. I was walking by and, and I, I was like, I saw him in a pool, but he was like eight or nine years old. And I was like, what are you do, like, what are you doing? What are you doing here? And what are you doing in the pool? Um, cause you know, my mind was like, okay, you, you passed away. You're not supposed to be here swimming. Like what's going on. And I was still trying to wrap my head, but in my mind, I was like, I got to get him out of that pool. Even though he was an amazing swimmer. I mean, we would send him diving for things like hours and hours. He was an amazing swimmer, but I was like, come on, come on. And I felt like I had to rescue him out of this pool. Mm -hmm. And I kind of got him over to the side and I was like, and all of a sudden, he just turned into, like, right before my eyes, he became his 16-year-old self. And, but then he started drowning. And so I'm, like, trying to get his head up, up the water, and his legs are going down. And I'm trying to get his legs up, and then his head is going down. And then I'm doing this, and I'm struggling, and I'm, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, he's drowning. Like, he's paralyzed. He can't move. And then I just look at him, and I go, is this what you're trying to tell me? And he's like, duh. And I'm like... And then he just kind of looked at me and then he started to float off away. And I thought, okay, so this is what he's trying to tell me. And this wasn't the first time he had come and shown me this physical reality. Um, there was another time, a long, long time ago, where he kind of showed me where I was carrying him around. And we were all taking turns carrying him. Um, but this was like really the one that like really drove it home to me. It was like, mom, if I had stayed this would be how my body would be. I would not be able to move. And there's, there's things, you know, we hold on to people and we hold on to people and there's so many people even suffering through this, trying to hold on to this physical realm. And I get that because we have a will to survive and will to hold on to people we love. But like his journey and what he came here to do, like him being stuck in a body that wouldn't move was not in his plan. No. And so it was like, mom, this is how it was supposed to be. This is, that would have been my reality. And I chose this other, I chose to go, you know, it was, it was time. And I was like, okay, he wants me to talk about this, which is scary because there are a lot of people that I'm even close to that are really holding on to this physical world. And they're really, really suffering um, but he was, he wanted me to talk about this and, and let people know, like, I'm okay. This, mm -hmm. this isn't like my ending. Like I'm, I'm not just in the ground somewhere like dust. Like I, I continue, my soul continues. My spirit is doing things. I'm good. Mm -hmm. Um, that physical part was just, it was, it was concluded. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love your guys' relationship. And I, I, I just have to always, this part, really acknowledge that Nico is totally, has a hand in so much of this awareness 
It's almost like he's a leader and a teacher and he's going to change so many people's minds about the possibility of this relationship because of you, the anchor that's here, the anchor that can be his words now and the example with him. It's just, it's absolutely incredible. It makes me feel so much like right in my heart chakra. I know. So I, like, know. Oh, oh. I know. So, I know. And some, it's so crazy because sometimes I don't even like go, where did that even come from? What I just said. And I'm like, oh, like he so speaks through me. And it just, <laughs> it is so true. Cause I, I mean, when I finally figured out like, our work here together continues, me on the ground, him from spirit. It sounded like, what? But it was like, yeah, that's it. Yep, that's it. Yeah, and so, that's it. and after I spoke to you, or not after I spoke to you, when we were speaking the first time, um, in, in preparation to just getting to know each other and seeing like what Nico brought us together for, um, there was a term that uh, I spoke and it was cosmic grieving. And it's just so, it just feels such a, like a fitting two words that kind of we're going with this because you are in somewhat of a cosmic experience with Nico. We'll just coin it cosmic and because it's funner, it's a fun word. And, and you're also, it's, you're grieving. You're a mother on this planet that's a human still and has to still grieve and how this way of interacting with him has I would say helped you a lot in your grieving process. I mean, would you say that? I mean, you would know more than me, but would you say that this has added something really um, helpful and comforting in your human grieving process? I mean, 100%, absolutely. And that's why I'm so thankful for it, I think, because it's like, what a gift like he continues to give me. Because I don't know what, I mean, I can't even imagine. I used to say, I can't imagine how people go through this life without connection to source, without that, that love and that connection and that relationship. And I was like, how do they do it? And then I wonder, gosh, how do moms do it when they don't have this connection with their child who has passed? And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I'm so, like, there's not enough appreciation that I'm so thankful that it continues. And I can't imagine what it would feel like if it wasn't, if the relationship wasn't continuing on and if I wasn't open to that and I didn't work to really facilitate that along with him and, and really be open to what is being shown to me and what I'm being guided to do. Yeah. And I think it's really important to tell people if they're going through this experience as a friend, as a parent as a granddaughter, anybody, and they are in this podcast listening, it's really just about understanding those things that come your way that give you the physical reaction of the knowingness, right? Like when he shows you something, you just listen to that. And so it's about building like a trust, really. Trust. The other side, trust and uh, an enormous amount of faith. And like once you start following this trust and this faith, it gets stronger and stronger. And it's like the communication just becomes all of a sudden very um, applicable. You can hear it and feel it right away and you just know. Exactly. It's exactly right. Exactly how you described it is exactly how it goes too. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, good. Yes. So that's like, that would be like a really good thing to advise people is just like, just follow that intuition, follow that knowingness, follow that 
coin on the floor that came out of nowhere or that feather that found its way to you or that song that comes on the radio or that scent that goes to the room and the feeling of the goosebumps in the heart center space. Like these are all different ways that spirit and our loved ones continue to guide us on the other side. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think too, some people might feel like, oh, well, I don't have those gifts or I don't have that connection, but it's within all of us. We mm-hmm. all come, you know, like it's, and I'm like, no, no, I, I'm special, but so are you. We're all yeah. special. We all have this. <laughs> we ability. all have, we all have this ability and we all, the love continues, the bond continues, the connection continues, the frequency, like we're all connected. And so it's, it's really just that, um, you know, part of me, because I'm so much about um, that connection to where I come from and where we all come from and, and the love that I feel and the appreciation that I feel, I knew like beforehand, if I could get into that space, I could get into the frequency of Nicholas. And so when I wasn't in that frequency, I knew like, okay, my chances of like really being able to open this up are are not going to be as strong. He might still be able to reach me, but I'm probably not going to hear any of it. Like, so I had to practice and really say, okay, how do I get myself in that space? What resonates with me? And I think that's really important to let anyone know that's listening is, um, sometimes people will say, well, I don't know what my sign is, or I don't know what the signs they're trying to send me are. I don't know like what's, what's mine. And they're kind of overthinking it. And it's like, just go into your heart and like, what resonates with you? Like, is there something that happens where you're like, you feel them or it makes you think about them or it makes you focus on them or like triggers a memory or something like that is like little nudges, like pay attention, you know, and that's just slowly the beginning of it. And the more you open it up and the more you open your heart space up, the more comes in. And then sometimes there is a little bit of like, if someone sees me really happy, I have that moment of like, okay, like not maybe even a little bit guilt, but kind of like, they're going to think like I'm over this or like, how is she smiling? Or, and you start to have these thoughts that, you know, it's just the story you're telling yourself. Like, what if people see me happy? They're going to think I'm over this. If you're not, it's not that you're over it. You're just learning to have a new relationship with that loved one that you're missing and loving so much. You're opening up that connection and you're doing it in a new way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important for you to never dim that light. Yes. Yeah. And make sure to always (laughs) be that because it's probably triggering something in them. They're like, well, my grandfather passed and I'm, I'm not even that happy yet. And I can't, you know what I mean? Like it's something usually that still needs to be looked at. So you might serve as a very beautiful and happy reminder that there's more there. There's more there. There's more there. There's more there. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and this gift of Nico just infusing you with so much love and insight and compassion and all of that needs to be shared. And that lives through you. So it's just like, that's just one of your big lights that go behind you is him. Yes. Oh my gosh. And the thing is, is he like, our relationship is very similar to how it was here in the physical. Like I always used to joke around with him. Like he, like he was the parent. I was the kid. Like he raised me Mm -hmm. and he was always my greatest teacher from the moment. Like he was born and I looked into his eyes. I was like, Whoa, okay. 
I'm getting this one. Like, you're giving me this wise old soul. Like, are you sure? Um, and he's was always that for me. And it's, so I don't know if that's, I feel like that's part of it too. It's right. just that our relationship is, is very similar to how it was here in the physical, as far as him being the wise um, one that's leading me and guiding me as mm -hmm. he did here. And yeah. so I was really open to that. Mm -hmm. And, and he's very, very persistent. Like he does not take no for an answer. He will like be on, like, I'm sure hyperactive, <laughs> like hyperactive. <laughs> I know. And, and I just want to tell people, like I've, I've picked up on Nico's energy and we did a first reading, um, in our, in a previous conversation. So once I pick up on, on, on a, on a spirit and especially a spirit as vivacious as Nico, um, it, it, it's that's why I'm referring to it because I'm also <laughs> picking up on that, that that energy that he carries of just like, let's go, come on, yep. get our attention. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's like one thing after the other thing with this energy, and it, yes. it's, yeah, but he has so much to share. Yes. So it's like you thought it was like he had that much to share here. Right. Think about it on the other side. Right. Like, right. right. That we can't even imagine. Imagine. Yeah, he's tried to like bring it through. It's like, ah, how do you even we, do that? <laughs> we used we well, we used to joke around here. Do you remember the movie Forrest Gump? Mm -hmm, and the guy, the guy would like he would like go on and on and talk about all the different kinds of shrimp. Oh yes, and just on and on and on. Well, that's how Nico was. Like he would just go on and on about these like random things and all these different like his mind was like always going and he would be sharing all these things with you and you'd be your face would be like. Like what? He just doesn't <laughs> stop. And he is doing the same thing from spirit. And that's he just is. like, he's, he's always like, mom, come on, mom. And I'm just like, okay, 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 let's go, let's go. <laughs> yeah. He has so much to share. And this, I want to go back to your book real quick. Um, because I want to just talk about how special, just because this isn't a typical book. This is not your typical, um, uh, story about grieving, although I haven't read every story about grieving, I've read a lot. Um, this is 100% a letter just to Nico. 100%. So like when you're reading this, you are getting yes. such a colorful, um, texturized perspective of how this all looks through your eyes. And yes. also Nico's <laughs> eyes too. You're getting yes. both of you in this book and it is a really wonderful read. I highly recommend this book for all of the listeners to go out and get it. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, it's The Dreamcatcher, A Grieving Mother's Journey Towards Joy. And I'll put a link underneath here so you can get a hold um, of this book and read it and yes. connect. And if our listeners have um, questions for you in regards to how you're handling grieving, I'm pretty sure you're going to start to get, um, you know, you get funneled. I'm sure a lot of yes. <laughs> family members that are going through this, what would be the best way to get a hold of you? Um, currently, I mean, honestly, I know it sounds, well, it doesn't sound old fashioned because it is Facebook, but most people just straight out message me on Facebook and okay. send me a message on Facebook or um, Instagram. And I'm pretty active in my DMs. Yeah. I, I do everything, you know, myself and I love that connection and really connecting with people and talking to people about their stories and sharing, 
you know, what each of us on a human level kind of really having that interaction. So when people say like email, I'm like, oh, that's so, in, that's so impersonal. Yeah. So yeah, I know it sounds kind of probably weird, but I'd rather just like message, let's just message each other and find yeah. out what's going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. And I just, yeah, absolutely. And I wanted to just say, because you did touch on that, I felt like if I sh could share the relationship that Nicholas and I had here in the physical, people yes. could understand how our relationship continues in spirit. And Let's so by that. you getting, by you guys getting to know us in the book mm -hmm. is how you could see how the relationship is continuing. Yeah. It's pretty, so that's kind of why we, I, I, we did it that way where it's kind of like, almost like us almost conversing with each other or me conversing with him. It's just our, how we just would talk to each other or how we would go, you know, on together. So that, that way you can see like, that's what continues now. It's just yes. in a greater, greater way. Yes. And it's, it's so clear in this book. It really is. And I sat down and I read this book in a morning. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so incredible. And, and I had also had um, the wonderful opportunity to speak to you beforehand to yes. so like, you know, I, I think I actually ordered this book in the middle of our conversation yeah. on the phone. I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> it's on its way. Um, well, is there anything else you would like to share? Um, I don't know. I'm like trying to think. Is there anything I'm, I'm supposed to say here? Yeah, we should ask um, Nico. 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 <laughs> what? what would you, <laughs> what message would you like us to leave for the people? Oh, you know what? Maybe I'll just pull a card. Ooh, let's Maybe do it. I'll just pull a card and we'll read from it the card. So this, and this is nice because this kind of gives readers, readers, readers and uh, <laughs> listeners. I don't think you'll be reading this podcast. Um, an idea of how I work with spirit as well. So um, not only do I follow the nudges, the feelings, the visions, the physical feelings, um, I also work with Oracle cards. Um, it's a wonderful way that I've strengthened um, all the other ways that spirit communicates with me, so. I am wondering, is this the card that we pulled when we were on the phone together? Did I send that to you? No, that wasn't one. That was Eternal Embrace? I don't think embrace. so. Oh, and I just opened up right to the page. Like, I just picked up the book. It goes, whoop. Okay, so he's, he's uh -oh. saying this is to be Eternal. Okay, okay. So this is the message that we'll close up with today. And this is the message that Nico would like to get through. Eternal embrace. Everything in the universe consists of complementary opposites. So there's no point in wishing that everyone around you was more like you. Accept this universal truth and you will avoid further disappointment. Every time you identify a quality in another that you don't like, pause for a moment and identify the same quality you have within. If you have identified that quality in another, then it is sure as well exists in you. If you can't see it within yourself, then it is simply because you have repressed that quality. Every quality you think you possess comes with an opposite quality attached to it. You can't have one 
without having the other. Read and reflect on the following sets of qualities or feelings listed on the next page several times each day. As you go, you may want to add more qualities. Slowly reflect on the qualities within yourself. When you're able to own and love each other equally, you will have made major breakthrough which leads you to newfound sense of balance and well-being. And it's positive, negative, friendly, not friendly, happy, sad, peaceful, aggressive, strong, weak, trusting, fearful, confused, clear-headed, spiritual, physical, responsible, irresponsible, considerate, inconsiderate, angry, <laughs> calm, feminine, masculine, kind, and cruel. Mm, that's so interesting. That was like him at full, like through and through here in the physical. He loved so unconditionally and he taught that to everyone who ever spoke to him. Like he just could see both sides. He could see the duality, but he, he always embraced the good in everyone. Like he knew the flaws were there, but he were like, or I don't even want to say flaws, but he, he just looked at things and sucked. What you just talked about was how he was with everyone that he had contact with. Mm -hmm. And so it is. And that is what he's trying to say. And I did get the message as we were saying, as you were speaking, and he's saying, and I get to understand even bigger opposites bigger. now. <laughs> yes. like, I get yes. to understand all this now and all that, like kid in a candy store. Really? Yes. yes. Really? He is. Well, Amazing. Thank you wow. So much, Jennifer. So much for taking the time and being on this podcast, sharing your message with you and your son, Nico. And thank you for being an example and a light and a beacon on this world of how a parent can carry grief and continue that relationship afterwards. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so, so thankful that you had me. And I really, really appreciate you. And I love you so much. I love you too. <laughs> I wanted to take a moment to share with you about some things that are coming up. On November 10th at the Love Dome in Venice Beach, California at 3 p.m. to 8 p.m., I will be hosting a grief healing ceremony. These ceremonies are so incredibly powerful. And the container is set to allow whatever grief is coming up and whatever grief is alive in you, within you now, and let it be seen, let it be processed, and really put time aside to really dive deep into things that sometimes we just don't know how to look at. So I'm here as your facilitator to help guide you through it, to help love you through it, and to help show you the strength and the power that exists already inside of you. So these are really exciting. November 10th, once again, at the Love Dome in Venice Beach. And also, if you haven't seen the Anamkara Academy, it is going to be open for enrollment October 31st on Halloween, and it is going to be an end-of-life doula certification course that I am your end-of-life coach. It's a very, very exciting program, and I hope if you have any questions, you reach out to me, and have a beautiful day.